0: Welcome to Born to Lead, the podcast that explores a man's journey to self-actualization. I am your host, LT Born, and on this podcast, me and my guests discuss childhood experiences, failures, relationships, traumas, and all the adversities they encounter while achieving the best versions of themselves.
1: My name is Benson Williams, as he said. Uh, I am the creator, founder, CEO, owner, BTSW Productions. Uh, recently just moved back home from studying in the UK for the past nine years, where I also met my fiance, Georgia. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and what uh, we are trying to do right now in the Turks and Caicos is, is essentially bring cinema to the TCI. For those of you that know In the UK, they call cinema the actual building, right? Which is not incorrect. Um, But in America, they say movie theater. And Mm. I think in the islands, we would say just movies because we like to shorten everything. (laughs) (laughs) But cinema, in another respect, uh, by another definition, is the art of movie making and as an industry itself. So when we say bringing cinema to the TCI—that that is what we mean. We wanna bring that industry, introduce it on a local level where we can bring and put our own people on the big screens. Because there's a lot of stories here to tell across the five major islands and small keys, all of that. And I want to dive into um, that later on in the discussion. Yeah, we could dive in as deep as you want because (laughs) I think there's a lot of stories. uh, The main focus would be short films and feature films. Mm -hmm. Uh, Short films, as the name suggests, is just a short movie anywhere between one to 30 minutes. And then a feature film is the ones that have all the big posters and uh you know like would you go to the movies to watch will be somewhere between 60 to 90 minutes right uh then also as a secondary uh uh, uh what's the right word um function a secondary function right. that BTSW productions would provide the services and stuff would be uh documentaries and promo videos commercials stuff like that so um, when you say that I'm a filmmaker, I guess, yes, I am by definition, but primarily I would be a director, you know? Love it. And and yeah, <laughs> the owner of the production company itself, because it's not going to be an individual thing. It's going to be a collective, because ideally what we need is unity. Yeah. And I know uh, we probably could talk about this later. I know, you know, people say, oh, you know, you, you can't like say too many of your ideas and stuff like that, because people can thief it and run with right. it and stuff. And right. I'm like, bruh, this is way too much work and the Turks and gigs for me to do everything myself. Yeah, Bruh, go ahead, you, you <laughs> take take my ideas. Right. I have so many. <laughs> if I say it out loud, I really don't mind if you take it. If you could get it out before me, I would come to your premiere and, and, and clap for you and support no. it. You know what I mean? And that's we operating need a from an abundant mindset as well, right. yeah right we need we need the unity we need the abundance we need the togetherness and we need a lot yeah we need a lot so
0: throw, i want you to throw all the ideas on the radio so georgia uh tell us about you and, and who yes. you are
2: yeah. hi everybody my name is georgia grant anderson and i am an actress i am from like my, my background is jamaican so my parents are from jamaica Um, but I was born in the UK, born in London. Um, In London I have been like working on my trade for about good seven plus years now and um, I've started to do like TV shows in the UK, a bit of theatre work as well, Um, yeah so I've just been honing in my craft and stuff and what I would like to also bring to the TTI is like a drama school, a place where we can, I can train up people to be actors and hopefully uh, become uh, really big in the industry, uh, whether that is with them, um, BTS double productions, or even like move on to different production companies and hopefully like find their own way. So, yeah, and um, my whole point is to kind of get the voices for, of TTI people, everybody from Turks, like to get you guys's. Um, your voice is on screen, basically, and um, that is what BTSW production stands for, and um, yeah, I'm just trying to help that, make that happen, you know, work with people so they feel confident and comfortable to be on screen and to, like, have that um, realness with their acting, you know, just show them all the tricks and trade of the industry. And um, yeah, and go from there and you know, hopefully just bring success and, you know, more jobs and like a bigger uh dreams and stuff. Love to see it. Everyone, so yeah. Love <laughs> to
0: see it. How did you get into the in- industry? Anyone if you can answer, how uh-huh. did you get into the industry? Uh,
1: I'll go first. Uh the short answer is by mistake. Uh <laughs> is it mistake or is it faith? Well, it was the faith that I didn't know about because I was just uh, a, re- well, okay. I was never a regular boy growing up, but I was always interested in learning, observing, and doing, trying things. Um, my sister and my father, they always did like home videos, right? We always had a video camera, and you know, oh, look at the camera, smile, wave at the camera, stuff like that. So I wasn't ever a stranger to the actual video camera. Mm-hmm. But all I knew at that point was point and shoot, right. you know, shoot and record. Yeah. Fast forward a few years, I'm sitting in church um, and uh, my cousin Frankie, he was, he just walked past me. He said, you wanna jump on one of these cameras for me? Now in my head, I was thinking, you know, I'd like to try out one of these big yeah. cameras. And he just came across and he said, hey, you wanna... Now granted, he ain't had nobody else. So that's why he <laughs> asked me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but from that day, him and my uncle Frank Dean, who was like professionally trained, mm-hmm. they taught me about like yeah. the intricate details of working a camera, you know, aperture and zoom and focus and all of these extra stuff. And mm-hmm. then Tito with the camera movements, Tito music, like Shout they... out Shout out Tito. <laughs> oh, so they, they, they probably don't even remember, but they basically trained the 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 core fundamentals of uh, my skill when it comes to camera work, right? Then I went over to the UK. I studied film studies. I went on workshops and um, small productions, bigger productions, just um, shadowing people and and observing. So the last thing I really needed to learn about was camera because I already had that. Hmm. I didn't tell them that because I was like, I'm interested in filmmaking. So I got to learn about literally every department of, you know, the film industry for film and TV. And I got uh the information that was necessary so i said you know what i'm not gonna just have btsw productions as my thing mm-hmm. i'm gonna have it as a production company and then relevantly train people in different departments so that we can have an, a full-on industry in the turks and kickers right in the event that someone comes down and say oh we need uh to partner with someone just to get a few shots and stuff. They could tell me exactly the details because that's what they do in other countries. Sometimes, believe it or not, Americans don't always travel to the UK to get their shots and their their scenes and stuff. They contact another production company, tell them the specifics of what they want. Mm. The production company goes, oh, get those shots, especially if it's just scenery, and then send it over to them so they never had to travel is a quick and easy process, especially with the digital age now. It's not analog no more. You don't have to literally mail it. You could email it yep. or send it, you know, via. So you
0: were trying way. to build like this world-class recognizable company here in the Turks Caicos Islands that Ooh. would be a, yeah. a organization that would take those opportunities
1: yeah in the King's Islands. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and and I obviously I couldn't do it myself. You know, yeah. I do need other filmmakers, camera people, and other directors, aspiring cinematographers, all of that. Because as soon as they ask me for whatever they ask me for, in the future, God's willing, I'll say, All right, well, I need a team to do this. I can't it's no longer me just out there pointing and shooting. Yeah. It's it has to be a whole team effort in order to get however simple the outcome looks mm-hmm. even if you're watching a movie and it's a three second shot you have no idea how many people was involved in that right. <laughs> you know and how, it, long, and it, it
2: took. Or <laughs> how long
1: it took mm-hmm. so every commercial you see like it's just there's so much work that goes into it and you just can't do it yourself so like yeah definitely need that we're now. definitely going to talk, talk more <laughs> of that later on in the discussion i mm.
0: georgia how did you become an, an actress how did you get interested in acting
2: Uh, Well I started from when I was like a little child in uh, primary school and I did a school play it's a school play uh, called the Pied Piper and I got the lead role as the Pied Piper and I got on stage and I just was like really big in all the teachers and stuff like in the parents they all loved me and stuff and I never really thought of it as a career I just thought okay that was fun like a good hobby type thing and um, they, like the teachers were just like to me like, Georgia you should really consider, you know, thinking about being an actress, you know, like, when you're a kid, you know, the, your parents are like, yeah, I'm sure you want to be a doctor or something. So you put yeah. that in your head and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> not me. So, um, yeah, and then I, I went to a secondary school. They had like plays and stuff. And then I just kept, kept at it. Like, um, I realized that it's something that I want to do. And I remember yeah. I just told my mom, I said, you know, mum, I'm interested in acting. I think I might want to be an actress. And then from there, she just like c- constantly uh, supported me. My mum, my dad, even my, all my siblings, they've all just been like um, really supportive for me. So my my mum sent me to uh, like drums, like different drama courses, drama schools and stuff like that. And I just kind of kept working, working, working on my trade. And um, I finally managed to get an agent. And then from there, that's how how I-
0: long did that take?
2: To get an agent um you know i'm one of the lucky ones because i went to a place where they had training and they had like an agent showcase and mm-hmm. then i kind of got my agent by that route a lot of people struggle because in the uk even in america like me the industry is so tough like everybody's going 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 for it so like not everybody is able to come out with an agent or maybe it takes like made like years to find an agent so i i say god has got me i'm the lucky ones i'm blessed you know i'm so blessed so yeah so i I managed to get an agent and from there i started to look like professional work um, yeah, and then ever since I've just been yeah doing screen work and yeah theater stuff. So.
0: is there anything in your personal lives that influenced you to pursue these careers? Anything that happened in your personal lives?
2: Yeah. Of course, like um, my 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 support system is insane. Like my mom is always supporting me. Like continues through anything I do, she's always got my back. I love her so much for it, <laughs> shout <out> to Mumsy. <laughs> and my dad as well, my dad would wake up and he would take me to all these auditions. So in London, uh, I'm from south, and then you go like to the central is where mainly of the auditions were. And so when I was young, I'd be like, dad, could you take me here? And he'd be like, yep, yeah, let's go. Yeah, wow. turn on the taxi and he'll just drive me like, here, there, like sometimes I would had audition in two day, de- um, two audition, two auditions <clears> in one day. So I go to one audition, we'd have to wait around for a good two hours for the next one. Like so, he was always there for me. Then I have like my siblings that are always just telling me never give up. And like mm-hmm. whenever I get anything, like oh my gosh, do like like they're so excited. So yeah, it's all about my support system, my friends. Like I boy, my friend, I've got some really certified friends. Like. Chelsea, Segal, I think they're tuning in, Kimberly, they're all there. Carolina, you can shout them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, man, oh my girls, <laughs> <laughs> oh my girls. Like they're always so supportive of me. They're always happy for me, and even if I have to cancel plans last minute because I got an audition, they're there for me. So yeah, so those people like really influence me to keep kind of going for it. You know, They it's from a support. I noticed a lot like in Turks speaking to a few people, um, because I think the industry is somewhat like taboo over here like it's a bit like okay but are you gonna make any money from it yeah noticed so i speak to a few girls and they're like yeah i really wanted to get into singing or acting and they're like but my parents never supported me right so it's like trying to find that if i feel like if i can if we as a team we can insert that like so it's like there's options there for them and if i can have that facility to be able to teach them how to act and um where to go with it and even it feels like self-confidence and all that stuff you know when you get it late. that's the yeah. if when, <laughs> when i, I believe
0: in, in words <laughs> having power so we're going to yeah. speak things into yeah. existence mm-hmm. when you get it
2: yeah when i get it when i get it i'll be able to support all these girls and then maybe the parents won't see it as such a far-off dream, dream. They'll yeah be like, okay yeah no there's a there's something there like maybe we can hold on to it and then you could just see where it where they flourish and go so yeah, it's all about support
0: I say. And you know, it's exposure as well because we haven't been exposed. So it's mm-hmm. hard to believe in something if you don't see it in right. a sense, you know, and that's the that's the problem we have here. But, you know, if you guys continue to work, I believe that you will achieve what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Will achieve. <laughs> um, Vincent, what about you? Is there any challenge? um sorry, is there any that happened in your personal life that influenced your career choice?
1: Uh well, I had two options before this. Um, and this is one of the uh, the many reasons why I believe that, you know, like I'm in my purpose at the moment because Love it. Uh, everyone <laughs> everyone that knows me before I turned 10 knows that I always like talk and I always had a story, but I was always observing, mm-hmm. right? And that essentially is what filmmaking is. Now, I did spend some time studying law and english and aviation uh because i just i i still am just fascinated with being in the sky right Mm -hmm. i honestly believe though if i had superman's powers i could literally fly i don't think i would have ever wanted to be a pilot because really and truly it's not about the flying it's about being up there you see (laughs) i just i just like being up there (laughs) but through all of those different fields of study yeah I think everything was just like leaving a little piece of itself because it was going to one day contribute to me becoming a filmmaker okay. and having my own uh, production company because it it all of those things require me telling a story, um, observing, and talking, right? And And so what I want to do, especially every time I pick pick up a camera now, I'm holding it. It's just, I'm so excited. I still feel the excitement because we was recently um, shooting, was it two days ago? Yeah, two days ago. Two days ago, and I'm I'm shooting this POV shot, and I, I just get so excited because I can see the final result in my head. But what everybody else can see is just me moving the camera around, right? But I still get that thrill from doing the basic thing, so... You know if anybody thought that i was no, that's you know, what that's gosh, big head yeah, you yeah. know yeah so 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 just like that visual storytelling element and i just always had the visual storytelling in me mm-hmm. for as long as i can remember and i think that was the most uh personal thing i would say and then after i produced my first video even though it was just uh me just playing around with some editing stuff because i was. Really good at recording stuff, but I never did anything with the videos. Remember, it's right. just homemade videos. But then when I said, "Okay, let me throw some stuff together," went on to uh, Windows Live Movie Maker. I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Throw some stuff together, play around with the with the different tools. It's like, okay, so the scissors mean cut. <laughs> right. All right, that makes sense, you know. And I just learned, you know, basically taught myself majority of it and just kind of self-taught going over and over and over. And I just, I was like, let me just put this on YouTube, see what people think, share it with everyone. like, oh man, that was funny, that was nice. And although people say that all the time because people told me, you should be a lawyer, or they say, you should be a pilot, or they say, you should be a filmmaker. And by the time I got to the filmmaker uh, comments, I was already a filmmaker, but I didn't know I was a filmmaker because mm-hmm. to me, it was still a hobby yeah and when I started to understand that you know what Turks and Caicos has a fair amount of lawyers um they 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 got they got one or one or two pilots i believe um but <laughs> you you can get you can get the way you need to go to so I figure somebody flying the plane right <laughs> yeah. but I don't see no directors I don't see yeah. you know Turks made movies. So, all right, let me go. Uh, let me go make some movies real quick, you know. And by real quick, I mean you know indefinitely. I don't know how long this <laughs> <it's> gonna take.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I would say I think um, those like uh, even though I never really was that affected by comments of people, right? I think the, the 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 comments of people is what kind of made me think. You know what? Maybe uh, maybe there's something here. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe you were born to do this. Uh-huh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, So, what uh, what were some of the challenges early in in your career, as both of you? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for me, like like Georgia said earlier, cause I come from him, right? Yeah. Um, and it's no fault of my mother. I know she watching somewhere somehow. I know <laughs> she's listen, or listening. Yeah.
0: Hi,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um. I heard her voice every time, every time I was thinking of a, a career change or choice decision, anything, even when I was still in high school. It's like, all right, so first thing first, is this gonna embarrass my people? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then secondly, is this going to make money? Yeah. Right? So it was, it was a challenge to even let her know, okay, mommy, I ain't gonna be a lawyer. <laughs> wow. Um, that was a three hour conversation. Uh, like <laughs> I use the word conversation loosely, for those of us in the islands, y'all know. Yeah, yeah, we know. You, you know, how yeah, yeah, we know how that went. You know how that went. You know, but um, she's she's strongly supporting me now. You know, but it was it was a yeah, it was a, it was a turbulent takeoff, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> so the challenge was to show her specifically because. Of of um, anyone else who knows, um, my father he died about nine years ago, right before I moved to the UK. So it's really just her that I'm trying to um, uh, satisfy. Let's say right, right. So I want to make sure that she is confident in knowing that what I'm doing is going to make money and not embarrass her, right? And that is also something that I love and I ain't gonna get tired of after a few rejections or a few shortcomings you know something yeah. don't go my way and i said oh, you know what i can do something else because yeah. i mean I, I don't blame her because sometimes i had a tendency of doing that not saying that i was a quitter Um uh, my my parents never raised us to be quitters but at the same time you have to know if something is fruitful or not right and when before, when I was you know, working for other people and stuff, I knew for sure, it's like, listen, the only reason why I'm here is for money. And, and it's not that the job is something to be looked down upon. No. I ain't gonna list no jobs, or nothing. but it's like, I knew as soon as I started this job, I wasn't gonna stay here because this is not what I wanna do. And although it's making money, it's, it's not bringing me the joy that I want. So at the end of the day, I still want to make sure that I was happy. So that was the challenge. For every islander, they know that there's a challenge between your happiness and your parents' happiness. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you you go and be a lawyer. You go and be a You go into school. You go and study this. And because it's so unheard of in the islands for filmmaking, and you don't really, because obviously the filmmakers that's here now, it's not like they have their bank accounts on show. And it's not like they're driving the most fancy cars and stuff. We're still building that industry. So you ain't going to see the results the, the positive results immediately yeah so for our parents that generation where you know they don't make money it don't make sense yeah that's a challenge because this is something you love and you are making you know you're making decent but then your parents is like this ain't this ain't cutting it right so it's either something gotta something gotta shake now or you gotta do something else right you know what I mean yeah yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it, I think for me the challenge was a balance between my happiness and my mother's happiness how is that today Ah, uh, she seems all right. <laughs> she seems she seems um happy for me. Yeah. And and she is very supportive. Mm-hmm. Even now, while I'm doing this uh short film for this client, she's like, Hey, you need me to come and help out with anything? It's like, I love uh, that. not really, mommy. I mean you, you there's not much you can do. Yeah. But I like that you ask, you know? Yeah. I like that she she she's supportive because if you ask me if I could see my mother doing this four years ago, I would tell you no. I would say there's a, there's a good chance that she probably would never support me in this. And it was it was, it was was uh, hurtful to like have that uh, experience, that conversation where I say, listen, I know it seemed like I, you know, disobeying the ancestors and, you know, just bringing shame to my family by taking this career path. But at some point you still have to make a decision. I would like to say, uh, I think it's one of my quotes, um, when a decision has to be made, a decision is made, even if you don't make that decision. So Love it. I had to I had to do what I had to do. <laughs> Love it, Georgia.
0: What about you? What were some of the challenges earlier in your career?
2: Um, honestly, there's still challenges today. Being an actor in the UK is hard. It's cutthroat. It's it's really tricky, and. Um, i mean there's first that there's that first conversation of being black in the industry full stop um i did a whole video of that on my own youtube page it's called acting up with g and i got like uh, creatives in the uk who are black to um have that discussion um about how the challenges are Um one of the challenges that i face is being in an audition room or getting an audition and it's you're as a black person i'm always the minority character and i will be thrown in with um, other minorities like asian people as well mm-hmm. right and then you've got um, other characters that are white and they will be every other character so they'll get like five different opportunities and for me and that other person you've got one so there's always that struggle so it's a bit like if i don't get this job here If i don't get this character here i can't be in the show like that's it unless it's like the next season or do you know what i'm saying so there's always that struggle so the the call the need to audition like the calls for auditions can sometimes be low and then there's that also just auditioning in general where it's super hard because every every audition you know you you don't know if you're going to get it right So you go up and um, even the other day i had a really big like netflix uh, audition and um, i did myself tape i did this dancing thing i went to the place and i did the zoom calls i had five back-to-back auditions trying to get there right and at the last audition i met them in person all that stuff and they was just like okay um sorry you just weren't quite right for the character oh
0: my gosh Yeah. <laughs> so
2: it's a lot of heartbreak so the resilience that in, you need, especially like in the UK or even America, anywhere where there's the big film industries, um, you need a, an insane, insane amount of resilience. Because sometimes, man, it'll it will break you down. It'll break you down. And then that's also where it comes in to have that support. Support from, system. Yeah, because yeah. they always bring you up. Even my Bent here, my, my <laughs> lovely <bench>. like He's <laughs> always bringing me up, always helping me with my auditions and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah yeah so it's a bit <laughs> it's all of that you know really really hard and then even just starting out like trying to find the right things to do that's why in even with my youtube channel in my youtube channel i educate people in my um in my youtube channel i like educate people on the industry full stop and um, give them tips and ideas and show them behind the scenes show them the realness of how it is in the industry, just so that when, because when I was starting out, they didn't really have those things. So it's like, if you watch my YouTube page, you will understand exactly what an audition is, what entails and what this, that, and the other, what to expect. And being, when I started out in the industry, it, I didn't know what to expect. So I just kind of go, to auditions and just like kind of hope for the best and you know i didn't too too excited as well do you know what i'm saying like there was a lot of um things that i didn't know so now that i do know them i'm trying to help as much people as i can so right. that they can have it like um it's not always going to be smooth it's going to be rocky that's anything in life You're
0: providing anything. a blueprint in the exactly
2: side. exactly yeah. and like bringing it here to Texas and cacus as well I kind of know, I understand how it is to be on that side of the camera. Mm-hmm. So it's like I understand how people, um, how invested they get and how feelings can be hurt. So I can take all these things into consideration. So hopefully that a lot of people can maybe have a bit of a smoother transition into the industry full stop, so yeah.
0: Now, every week I do a question of the week with my audience, you know, just to see where they're at and their thought process. And this week my question of the week was, What industry do you want to see in the Turks and Caicos Islands this coming decade? Unfortunately, the film industry didn't make their responses. (laughs) So you guys have an opportunity to advocate at the end. (laughs) Um, But here are some of their responses. Sierra Garland said, the salt industry, industry. Interesting. Darren Hellyer Jr. said, publishing. Um, that's information products, event tourism, like conferences and exhibitions, and wellness tourism, retreats. Sheba Wilson said, a technology hub. I always liked that idea, you know, like a Silicon Valley of the Tuxicated Islands. Pretty interesting, I love that. Manufacturing, food, clothing, cleaning supplies. And Miss Sinclair Musgrove said, a wild, Wide scale agriculture and straw products as a brand. These were the responses I received then crashing is to I mean, obviously you are gonna have a bias anyway but <laughs> I still have to ask you the question as well. What industry would you like to see here in the trescagas Islands this coming decade? Um,
1: okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go against myself. okay and- love it i I like all of those responses because it's no um it's no surprise that film industry didn't even come into their minds like like you said earlier they need to see it to believe it yeah I mean if you look at um uh biblical references, the only reason why Jesus reportedly uh uh performed any kind of miracles is literally just so that people could see it. Which yeah. is why he never did it when nobody else was around to see it. Because it's like, you know what I mean? If you know you could do something, but you need other people to know that you can do it, you can do it in front of them. Yeah. Right? So, I, I mean, love that, you know, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like, you it's not, it's them. not, yeah, it's not a sin. It's not wrong to want to see something before you believe in it. Right? But then if you see it and you still don't believe, then that's, but you know what? I ain't here to preach to y'all. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that. I don't mind seeing other industries as well, yeah. even though people haven't seen the film industry and that's what I'm trying to do. But I would say my favorite of the list that you uh, just listed would be the salt industry because it's mm. something that we used to export. Mm-hmm. I was just on a tour the other um, yesterday and I was telling some people who are not from here, it's like, you know, we used to export salt at one point. And it's like, oh really, what happened? I couldn't really answer the question. Mm-hmm. And I didn't because I didn't want to lie to them. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, that uh, the just just the, the excitement of yeah. their response is like, you know what? We we should we should start having more industries, especially some something like salt. You if you're eating some food, <laughs> you're eating some food and you say, man, it's missing something. The first thing you want to reach for besides hot sauce is salt. <laughs> the oh, there's rice fresh. Put some salt yeah. on it. Meat fresh. Put, put some, some salt on it. Yeah, you know. So if we export our own salt, I just feel like it might save us some money. It might. It might save us some money. Uh, but yeah, that that's the industry. Besides the film industry, I would I would vote salt first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Georgia. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to leave it on, Vences because I'm still quite uh, new to here. So I don't okay. know what's here from not. So I'm just going to support leave that, that completely and say, yeah, oh, yeah. film industry, and oh, this yeah. film. Now,
0: what, what is the potential of this industry in the Turks and Caicos Islands? Oh my gosh. I'll let you answer that one. Oh, <laughs>
2: there's so much. Okay, listen. So we are out here and we, for a client, we've just started a short film and i had like a workshop slash auditions right mm-hmm. natural talent natural talent is here do you understand and it's oh, the most you know what when let me backtrack when we were in the uk um ben's was telling me about one of his uh, ideas like a family idea and he, i said to him um okay so what what tv shows did you watch growing up as a kid he began naming everything American, British, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but what TCI shows? Like, what did you watch growing up as a kid? And he's like, how do to think? He's like, yeah, you know, we do have that. And I was like, what do you mean you don't have that? Yeah. He's telling me you don't have these shows, like, even as a teenager, you don't have teen dramas and stuff with TCI people in it. And I was like, what? So you don't even hear your own accent on the TV? No. Only if you're watching the news. I said what? I said and that's what? That's
0: questionable sometimes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was like I was I was just shocked, and I was like, you know, as a kid, you know, it's so important to grow up and see yourself on there to think like you'll see different scenarios and just to have that kind of thing where you feel important because it's yeah. like okay, I can identify with this. I can I can. Yeah I can make uh, yeah I can identify with this you know growing up I watched a lot of t- TV shows that were American like Dr. Raven and stuff but even now I will watch things um, um on like TV shows and stuff and they will be black um british people in that we have such
0: and that and like you a, resonated with that and also the culture
2: exactly yeah to see yourself on TV is is
0: powerful it's
2: powerful it's powerful you know powerful and uh, you know I I don't know if I should say this, but there were. Um, Betsy has a little, um, a little cousin, and she's oh, she's a wonderful, beautiful, lovely child, and she's got <laughs> such a. Uh, she's she speaks so proper, so proper, and I asked, and she said, "Georgia, where are you from?" <laughs> and I said, "I'm from I'm from London," and she's like, "Oh." i'm from america because she was saying that she was born in america and i was thinking that is so interesting because i know she grew up here her whole life so how come she didn't say you know i'm from here i'm from turks and Caicos, mm, you know that's and I, interesting. Feel, I feel like if she was watching kids on tv who are from turks and Caicos, i feel like you'd feel more like yeah 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 this is where i'm from you know i i'm just like this kid that's on tv i'm just like this Do you know what i mean this, it's just that
0: this 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 is um narrative yeah, uh, uh, floating around that uh, the culture in this country is dying mm. you think that sim- uh, cinema can revive it based on what you were saying
2: thousand percent because you'll see your stories you'll hear your voices when we had presents the other night um we had a, a showing called btsw presents and um, which is all um short films done by benson and and we too, and i was, there, was it in one <laughs> <laughs> and um when when we were there if you noticed because you were there i was there. If you notice, we watched they everybody watched the first one, that was the documentary, everybody enjoyed that, they understood it, like, this happened in TCI, cool. They watched my one, which was in um, UK, I'm British, British accent, and everything was like, okay, that was cool. The moment Angels Unaware came on, which was shot in Turks and Caicos, with people from here, with their voices on there everyone was laughing they was like oh yeah because yeah, they yeah, identified yeah, I, I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. identified it was beautiful to see that progression and that is what we need that is what we need
0: <laughs> you are intentionally said about that didn't you yes yeah <laughs> right. think, think back at it <laughs> yeah think back at it now Everything. A, a, an investor might be listening in right now okay oh and this the question might be floating on on his mind or well, Popped in his head, how will I earn my money back with in, with interest if I decide to invest in your company mm-hmm.
1: well, how, how can he, how can this investor reap profits? That actually is technically uh it, it's a different question, but the answer is the same as the previous question which is um what is the potential from my perspective because I was going to talk about the logistics and mm-hmm. uh the financial side mm-hmm. of it so. Um, The first thing is that we would have to have a sit down. I would sit down with all of my investors and explain to them, first of all, how the industry works, how much money uh, has to be involved, and then how they would want to have a profit from it. So you have the investors, uh, the investments, I should say, whether that would be like just a grant form or an actual, you want an ROI, You want to return on your investment. Um, And then in however much time, and if it is with interest. So when that is specified based off of how much everything costs, because I think a lot of people are attracted to having someone else work for them, Mm. right? And I don't mind a partnership, but I would have to explain to them respectfully that I don't work for you, right? So don't think of it as seed money where you give me money and then i just give you back more money just because you gave me money right right it's not a business that operates like that because if the passion is not there that's all it is a business and as i'm sure you've seen with everything we said so far that type of investor would not attract my attention so at the risk of sounding arrogant uh we don't need certain type of people to just say, Oh, let me uh let me let me put my hand in this just so just so I can say I had my hand in this. Mm-hmm. It sounds harsh, but it's it's the real like <laughs> mm-hmm. not just because I'm on the radio, I'm gonna be fake. Right. You yeah. know? So if they really are serious, after I explained to them the numbers and how much money that they would have to invest in order to even get a return, then when we talk about the uh a percentage of interest um, to get their return back. If they are still on board with that, then we can go ahead with it. Because um, if my client is listening, because we don't, we you know, confidentiality, we don't want to um, expose everything. But if my client is listening, he would understand about um, what I'm saying now with when it comes to returns on investments. Because right. What it is is if there is no passion behind it, if you have no interest in it, then this is not the business to invest in, mm-hmm. because it's not like you give me ten thousand dollars and at the end of the year I'll give you a hundred. It's going to be realistically at least five years or more before I can give so, a return. It's so a long-term
0: investment. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot
1: of build-up that is required, but when There's you, a lot of when
0: you gain a
1: momentum, how
0: much money are we looking at? If I put 10,000 in, if you gain, like if it achieves, like it's, it, it maximizes success.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: How much money are we looking at? Okay.
1: okay. Well, the only way to answer that would be to compare to an already established production company. Yeah. So, um, before I left film school, the last one that we were talking about was, uh, the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Uh the Avengers invested so all of the investors together produced about I wanna say about a hundred and fifty million dollars into creating the Avengers uh endgame,
0: the mm-hmm. last
1: one. Um and then they went to the uh the movie theaters AKA the box office, it's literally called the box office because it's a box, it's an office, they sell tickets. Mm. So tickets run about between seven to 10 units of currency. And because of the popularity and, and uh, advertising and all that stuff, you rack up a certain amount of popularity so people will come in to watch your, your film. Different locations, different streaming times, different amounts of streaming times, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, different versions as well. So all of those are generating ticket sales. So the box office made back that 150, I think in the first week. Oh. Wow. Yeah. And then it started creating what we would all know as profit. Uh-huh. So the profit um, accumulated to from um, the box office about 230. Uh, Yes, globally. <laughs> Either 230 million or billion. I can't remember. I can't remember. But it was, at its time, the most popular movie in the world. Mm-hmm. They had different versions, a.k.a. different um, languages. So it's different places around the world. Mm-hmm. And each of these buildings are showing the same movie at different times. And each of these buildings have multiple locations and on every land right mm-hmm. so to downscale all of that all the way and you want to invest 10,000 the 10,000 would be to be used to create the film create the advertisement to create um mm-hmm. the space cuz we don't really have a space we don't have a movie theater right now so we'd have to rent out the space and everything and then um if we gain a, 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 enough uh, popularity we gain enough traction for people to come in buy tickets and watch this film, then that box office would create the uh, return that the investor mm-hmm. would look for. Right, I, I have a question
0: uh, also. Um, let's say this film gets on Netflix or one of these um, popular streaming websites. Do investors make
1: money off royalties? No. No. Well, they wouldn't be called investors if they are getting royalties. Okay. Um, But I guess in layman's terms, you would call them investors because they didn't really have nothing to do with the making of the film. But the the, the people who get royalties would be called executive producers. Those people are the ones who, in a sense, pay for everything. So, So the investor then only gets money off the sales of the... Well, that's the way I would do it. The investors, they get their money back. And majority of the time especially you know the big ones who invest in like a hundred thousand millions or whatever they are probably most likely used to doing that Mm -hmm. so they don't care they just like I say they just treating it like a regular business investment just Mm -hmm. give me my money probably just lovers of the film right so either they just want their money back or they want a little extra and they trust this filmmaker to bring them that extra and they don't care how you get it back Okay. not saying that the filmmaker go out and sell drugs
0: <laughs> but like
1: they just know that the filmmaker is going to definitely turn over a profit
0: mm-hmm. so
1: it's like all right when you get your profit give me back my money and then give me a little piece of that mm-hmm. and all of this is not just here i know in the islands we like to just say oh yeah we can do this we can do that there are contracts that need to be drawn up and everything has to be in writing there's invoices that needs to be sent out and everything is it's not it has to be official because in the event, mm-hmm. that's something, and it's not just, oh, I can take you to court if you don't take my money, or you don't um, give me my money. It's also to protect yourself because you can easily say, I didn't say that. And then I could say, uh, well, in the contract that you signed, it says this here. So you, you did say that. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, there's no threat or anything there. It's just that maybe you forgot. Right. Or maybe you think, or you're so used to just talking this is why when you make things official, it ain't just a money transaction. It ain't like you go to the ATM. I'm not anyone's personal ATM. Right. Right? If you are talking money, we need to talk uh let not legislation, um, documentation as well, right? Because we both need to be protected. Yeah. Just like how you could say, I didn't say that, I could say I didn't say that. No. And then you could say, well, you know, the contract says right okay. it's not just give me my money or else mm-hmm. or do this for me or else because it's not always about money it's about specific performance as well remember i studied law for a bit too so i like i said <laughs> it's like that, hear it, yeah.
0: contracts <laughs> i can hear it now it is, there's there's a film in, uh film festival coming up mm-hmm. soon um mm-hmm. do you have plans on entering it
2: <laughs> <laughs> Georgia, say,
1: yeah. Yeah. Georgia really wants to uh well I have to learn more about the film festival here because we know more about film festivals in the UK and there are from what I've heard significant differences so okay. before I could really say a definite yes I need to know exactly yeah. what it entails and what what, what is, um. Based on your knowledge of it, what are some of the benefits of
0: entering film festivals as a up and coming production company or director or even actress? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. The, the titles of it, the titles mm. that come with it, like sometimes. I think I'm not sure what the film festival here is, but in the UK sometimes you might win like a cash prize or you'll win um the opportunity to use a certain space like so you could um carry on doing your films and stuff or you know, more opportunities. And then also that's that label of saying if you won it and you could always say like, Oh yeah, I won this film festival and automatically people will take you serious and also your prices can go up naturally like that. Um, hmm. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the It's the label that goes with
1: film mm. festivals mainly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So actors can naturally, because okay, so for Georgia, um, again, from like a legal and financial standpoint, the name Georgia Grand Anderson is her business name. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think I say this as a joke all the time to people, like you know she she's doing this for me for free. Uh-huh. And they're like oh yeah you know, but legitimately she's doing it. For me for free i'm
2: expensive you can't afford me here. i know
1: um, that's not a joke i cannot afford georgia grand anderson because if she was to compare the salary that i would give her versus you know the bbc and everything else that she's been on that yeah, is I that is my whole budget <laughs> <laughs> basically since i don't have any budget anyway you know what i mean like i th- whatever money i do get i will have to give it straight to her and that's not even counting the other actors now if she was to be in a short film or a feature film that is then featured in a, uh, a, a, a film festival, and then she gets awarded or any kind of accolades for that. Her price, price goes go up. up
2: mate. Immediately. Well, um, all those winners. Boy, up, mm-hmm.
1: up. The same thing <laughs> goes for people with Oscars, like the A list actors of America. You and an Oscar, your price goes up Woo!
2: automatically. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. without, without you even have to do anything. Mm-hmm.
2: Like Denzel, <laughs> because, could you imagine how much Denzel makes oh per man. movie? You crazy. Bearing in mind, boy, expensive. You see these people, you know that budget is high. High. high, high,
0: wow, high he has man. a new movie coming out <laughs> too with the Serena. Serena their, is, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. That's,
2: That's cool. what I'm saying. We need a cinema here. Like you guys should be going to the cinema to be like, yeah, let me go watch this. This is what we do it man this is why we have
0: you on born to lead today so we can advocate
1: for this Mm
2: -hmm.
0: how can locals support you
1: and what you're doing right now um well besides if they want to be on camera because that is a whole can of worms it's um at the moment because there's no real um industry there's no uh demand uh it's hard to just say hey um (laughs) Give me like two or three consecutive days of your time from like sun up to sundown so we can shoot this. That is very unlikely. That's a big challenge right now for us, but that would be like the the main way like the biggest way they could support if they wanted to be on camera right. if you just want to support like you know there's always like we do accept donations. Um, Mm -hmm. there's always... We we plan to do a lot of events where we present what we've been working on Mm -hmm. like a movie setting, you know? So buy a ticket when you see it start to be advertised. BTSW presents. We did a private screening just to see how it would go and we got a really good um, response. So it's going to be a lot more of those to come. And that is the best way, I would say, for locals to support. Just buy a ticket, come out and watch. Guys, you been listening
0: to Born to Lead. It's been a exciting conversation. I mean, I can't wait to see these projects Vincent um, Williams and Georgia Grant Anderson has for us. I mean, <laughs> I i am excited for the future of the Kickers Islands as well and, and how far we can really push this industry and create some, some A-list actors <laughs> in the future. <laughs> now, on Born to Lead, I'd like to close with a off-the-topic question. Um, you know just to to throw you off balance a bit right and the question the final question today is if you could choose a theme song for the rest of your life what would it be
1: Hmm. theme song okay (laughs) (laughs) you ain't gonna like me for this so i have a youtube page called btsw productions and a sub category which eventually will also be you know a business um stream called btsw speaks where i just speak freely talk about quotes everyday life you know situations and general advice mm-hmm. and some people although they don't like it majority of those videos have a background <laughs> a, a a background uh song,
2: song. Oh, okay got you Smooth.
1: It, 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 it even got a name 'Cause I created myself, it's called Slick and Smooth. All right. Yes. That would be yeah, my I theme. Come, on baby, spit
2: right. it,
0: ready, go, spit it. Yes. So that would be my theme. Love. I it. <laughs> yeah. <Love it>. Georgia. <laughs> <Gotcha.
2: laughs> um, oh man, I was trying to think really quick, but I don't even know something really big flashy just going um, amazing 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 something silly yeah (laughs) something (laughs) something cool new something
0: good love it love it well you guys um thank you so much for being guests on born to lead Mm -hmm. i have enjoyed your stories and i mean listening to both of your stories i can say that you were born to do what you're doing i can see that from childhood all the way out to where you are now so this nature nurture debate Born has won again because <laughs> you were born to do this. Any final words?
2: Um, yes, if you are interested in getting in touch with us, please. Um, IG page BTSW Productions. If you're looking to do behind the scenes work, help out with the cameras, just shadow anything, or if you're interested in acting, please message me. You can contact me from the BTSW Productions <laughs> as well, and, and I'll get in contact with you. Cool. <laughs>
1: and that's that's btsw productions on all platforms you got youtube you got facebook you got instagram you got twitter Uh, i think that's it yeah
2: Yeah. that's all all of
1: them